Well, we have uh, gone over a journey in this time leading up to uh, Easter break and, of course, then the Easter celebration where we, we talked about how it is that uh, there are all these examples of Jesus kind of intervening in the lives of others in order to demonstrate that he restores life. And so we can recall uh, Nicodemus who had questions and was wondering and Jesus pointed him to life. And the woman at the well who was filled with, uh, of course, the, the, the gravity of her sin and all those things, and he restores. Uh, even to the point as we get all the way to the point of Lazarus who was dead and buried and in the grave, and Jesus raised him to life because he is the one who restores life. And now we get to an account that takes place in John chapter 20. Jesus is raised from the dead. He has uh, left that now empty tomb Peter and John had made their way into the grave and see it empty. And Jesus has actually visited Mary uh, herself who was there at the tomb, wondering where the body was, went missing. And now we get an account where Jesus appears to the disciples before them. John chapter 20, beginning at verse 19, I want to read it for you this morning. On the evening of that day, that Easter day, the first day of the week, the doors being locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews... Jesus came and stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples were glad when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, even so I am sending you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and he said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If they withhold forgiveness from any, it is withheld. Now the text goes on to say this. Now Thomas, one of the twelve, called the twin, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. But he said to them, unless I see his hand in his hands the mark of the nails and place my finger in the marks of the nails and place my hand in his side, I will never believe. I want to stop there for just a moment. You see, the disciples, they were locked up in that room for fear because if, the, if everyone had put to death their Lord and Savior, right, they'd be certainly coming after them next. Even though the, the tomb had been empty, even though Paul or uh, John and Peter had gone into the tomb and had seen that it was empty, and even though Mary had gone and told all the disciples, He is risen, I saw Him, for fear, they still found themselves locked in that room and barred in from the world around them. But Jesus doesn't wait for them. (laughs) He goes to them to speak his word of peace and comfort and strength. And then isn't this like friends to another? Who who, no one really jumps on board, but then some group jumps on board and what do they do to, to Thomas? Hey, he's risen, he's risen. I'm sure they maybe gave him a hard time for the fact that he didn't want to believe their words. It's almost as if they were saying, say, say, say you believe. Sing for the whole world to, see, to hear. We know and we declare that Jesus is king. And he's like, I'm not going to have anything to do with that. Before we jump on Thomas, we have to consider the fact that why would he believe? What did his eyes see? His eyes saw his Lord arrested. He saw him brutalized. He saw him hung on a cross. And he saw him breathe his last and laid in a tomb. I imagine for Thomas, he wanted to believe that everything within him wanted to say, it has to be true. 
He has to have risen. Every within and within his heart wanted to wish with every wish that he had. But his eyes had seen something completely different. The story continues. Eight days later, so one week later, his disciples were inside again. And Thomas was with them. And although the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and he said, Peace be with you. And then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands. And put out your hand and place it in my side. Do not disbelieve, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. You see, here's what we see with regards to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He is in no way threatened or challenged by our doubting and unbelief. He is the resurrected Lord. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the resurrection and the life. He is victorious over sin and death and the devil. And so because of that, there is nothing in this world that can challenge who he is, what he has accomplished. And so because of that, in the midst of doubt or disbelief, in the midst of the attacks of this world to to raise up and stir up doubt in that reality, our Lord shows himself to be patient and compassionate. He doesn't deride Thomas. He says, Thomas... Look at my hands. Put your hand in my side. Don't disbelieve, but believe. You see, we may walk in a time where all the things that we have heard, we say, I want to believe with all my heart. I want to have an understanding of a reality that goes far beyond everything I experience in this world, but this is what I see. I see brokenness everywhere around me. I experience it in my own life. I see the hardship and the difficulty. I see questions that don't seem to be answered the way I'd like. It's hard to believe that. Jesus says, come and believe. See the marks. See the signs. And we live in a time where we weren't in that upper room with the disciples locked behind that door where Jesus just walked in through the door and he showed himself to them. But John goes on to say these things. He says, Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. You see, as we take a look at the testimony of the disciples, we see that every single one of them, other than John himself, they were martyred. They were killed for the very purpose of the teachings about Jesus Christ that they shared. Now we can look and we can say that in history a lot of people were put to death for the beliefs that they had in something, but here's the unique difference with these disciples. They didn't die for a belief that they had in something that may or may not have happened. They died for a belief of something they knew happened or didn't happen. You see, either they saw their Lord raised to life or they didn't. 
And so when we see that all of them were put to death for something that they saw with their own eyes, John would invite us to come to the Word of God, that this is the invitation of Jesus. See my hands. Put your hand in my side. Stop disbelieving and believe. Oftentimes we can feel like people who have a strength of faith. And other times we can be, feel like we're a people who t- confess like others in Scripture that say, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. And there are other days when we are Thomas that just says, I just can't see it. Our Lord restores life. And he speaks to the compassion and patience that he has. There was an apostle named Paul who was in the, involved in the, the earliest persecution of Christians and arresting them and putting them to death and that Christ intervened in the midst of his life. And in doing so, here's something that he confessed and he spoke to others. He said, The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the foremost, the worst. But I received mercy for this reason, that in me, as the foremost, Jesus might display his perfect patience as an example of those who were to believe in him for eternal life. Our Lord is patient, and he comforts us with an invitation in the midst of our struggles of faith. Come and believe. Come and believe. Will you join me in a word of prayer? Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, because of your tender love towards us sinners, you have given us your Son, that believing in him we might have eternal life. Continue to grant us your Holy Spirit, that we may remain steadfast in this faith to the end and finally come to life everlasting. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.